Hello friends, this is Missy Proper, and I am a professional health coach and a passionate wellness warrior. Welcome to my podcast, This Is Me at 50. I am committed to building a healthier community one beautiful person at a time. Whether it be building healthy lifestyle habits, understanding nutrition and how to nourish your body with healthy whole foods, learning ways to navigate and manage stress, just getting yourself moving. This is a place for us to chat about what it looks like and feels like to go from your best life in your 40s to an even better life in your 50s while navigating hormones, perimenopause, and menopause. Let's talk about finding balance over perfection, nourishing your body in the role nutrition plays, healthy movement, who you should surround yourself with and why that matters, anxiety, hot flashes, concentration, focus, sleep, cooking, relationships, and friends, all the things. This is me at 50. Now, before I move on, I want to make sure you're getting all of the best information because I love sharing. As a professional health coach, I am passionate about educating and providing quality information with the goal of creating a healthier community. So be sure to check out the show notes and sign up for my authentic wellness mailing list. This is an awesome resource for recipes, upcoming events, and more great information on ways that you can create that healthy lifestyle that you want. Just click on that link to sign up, or you can also sign up by visiting my website, AuthenticWellness.net. And as a nice bonus, I'll send you an awesome freebie just for joining my community of fun. Friends, I have missed you. I took a sabbatical. I've always wanted to say that. I just think it sounds kind of cool. Sabbatical. Not just like, hey, I'm going to take a break for a while or I'm going to go to the beach and have some downtime. Sabbatical sounds legit. Like seriously doing something really important away from the rest of your life as you know it. I didn't really do it in a cool way and it definitely was not planned and did not go down like I would have liked it to go down. Like in the movies, when people take sabbaticals, it's always so cool and big and really important. And it's not like I was off exploring the world or chasing dreams or living large. Nope. I just had to shut everything off for a while. I needed to close all the doors. Quite frankly, I needed to sit in my shit. I needed to work through and process my emotions, frustrations, and kind of being pissed off at the world and quite frankly, really pissed off at my uterus, fallopian tubes, cysts, and fibroids. I had to find peace. I needed to learn some grace. I needed to practice being humble and I really needed to cry. Now, maybe that's not really a true sabbatical, but I'm going to use it and I'm going to own it because it makes me feel way cooler about my January activities. And in my sabbatical, I learned a lot of things about me, what's important in my life. I learned about pivoting and slowing down and the fact that life doesn't actually fall apart when you stop doing all the things you think you're supposed to be doing. I learned about inner strength, 
I learned my badass sister circle is freaking amazing. I practiced leaning on people and accepting help. And I'm coming out of this sabbatical knowing exactly where I'm going. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Yes, I will admit I am an overachiever, even on sabbatical. But it's the way I roll. And today, I just want to share with you some of the really important things that I learned during my January 2024 unintended sabbatical. So the first thing, who is your badass sister circle? Friend, if you don't have this circle of people, you need to get them. These are the people in your life that love you harder when you are knocked down, feeling low, and maybe even a little bit lost. There is no fluff with this circle of people. They will cut through the shit faster than you can dish it out, but they will also have your back, stronger and more solid than anything you've ever known in your life. They might not know or understand completely your pain, but they will feel it with you. They will walk your walk with you so you never feel alone. They will make you laugh, like that deep belly laugh when you really, really need it. They will let you dump all your shit and then gently nudge you in the direction that you need to go. They will show up without calling. They don't care if you're still in your pajamas and haven't brushed your teeth. They show up so you know they are there. They will let you cry and maybe even cry with you. They will remind you how strong and truly badass you are, and they will take on all the crazy adventures with you, especially the ones that you don't see coming. This badass sister circle is priceless, but it doesn't just happen. You have to open yourself up and allow these people in. In order to have that circle, you have to let people in. Sometimes you have to be vulnerable and show sides of you that you're afraid to show because you're afraid they might judge you or not like you when they see you're ugly. But this circle is about truth. This circle is about lifting each other up. These are your people. And take it from me, you never know when life is going to throw you the biggest, most unexpected curveball, and you're going to need these people more than you ever knew. I was on a road trip in early December with my oldest daughter, and somehow we got on the topic of friends and our circles, and I started telling her about my circle, and we had like the best conversation about it. And I was sharing with her that some of the people in my circle have been around for a really long time, and some of the people, they're kind of new, and I'm just getting to know them, and they're just getting to know me. And I was sharing with her that my circle has changed over time. It's changed as I've changed. Stepping into my 50s, I feel like I've learned lessons. I understand what I will and I will not tolerate. I have standards and I know the kind of people I deserve to have in my life. My circle is a reflection of what I feel I deserve. And let me tell you, they are absolutely amazing. 
I am so grateful for each one of them because each one of them and just being who they are, genuinely who they are, no filters, open, honest, they help me be a better me. They help me stand taller and who I am. And when I needed them, they just showed up and they kept showing up. That's the whole point of a circle. Don't close yourself off to life. Don't stop trying to find new amazing people to add to your circle because you've been hurt in the past or you think you're too old or you're just afraid to open up and be you. Everyone needs a badass sister circle. But don't compromise. Don't ever compromise your values or lower your standards just to have people around you. Those people are taking up space for bigger and better. Trust that when you put yourself out there, the universe helps align everything for you. You just have to be ready to do your part and embrace it. Everyone deserves a badass sister circle. Lesson number two. The idea of slowing down is kind of like this foreign concept to me. I don't really know what it means. As part of my healing process, I wasn't allowed to do any activity or anything that might put stress on my core, drive inflammation in my body, or anything that just overall might add stress. Sure, yeah, like no problem. Like everything uses your core. And I'm a mom and a small business owner. So my life is fueled by crazy schedules and stress. So yeah, needless to say, I found myself on a bit of a struggle bus. But I'm so stinking proud. I just kept pushing. So the morning of January 9th, I decided I was going to get up and go for a walk. Now, there was this big snowstorm coming, like huge. But I decided I would wake up at 5 a.m. before anything got too terrible. I would bundle up in my nice warm parka, mittens, boots, and I'd get in a walk and some fresh air before the crazy storm. I had this. I can do this. Out the door by 5.10 a.m., the snowflakes were huge and it was so pretty. And I got about a half block from my house and I slipped on some ice that was under the fresh snow. I didn't fall, but I almost did. Okay, Missy, just slow down, just walk slower and be careful. I kept going, maybe another 50 steps, and I slipped again. Didn't fall, but I could have. And of course, I kept going. I got another about half a block, and I slipped again. And this time, in catching myself from falling, I twisted, and I felt muscles in my core pull a little, and I had a shooting pain that stopped me in my tracks. I stood there on the sidewalk, ginormous snowflakes falling all around me and melting on my face, and I started to cry. Huge tears, deep, sad tears. I lost my shit. You couldn't tell between the melting snow and the tears what was making my face more wet. But I just stood there and I cried. Now, I'm not really sure who lives in the house by the sidewalk where I was like losing all my stuff. They're probably like watching out the window thinking, look at that crazy lady standing out there on the sidewalk. I couldn't tell you though, because all I could do was cry. 
walking outside was no longer an option. Yeah, one more thing I couldn't do. And I lost it. And I just cried. I'm a crier. I used to be a door slammer in my younger years, but I've gotten soft in my old age and now I'm just a crier. But for three weeks, for three weeks, I had just pushed forward. I had not allowed myself time to actually process everything that happened. My body had been through a seriously traumatic, highly painful experience. And other than the first night in the hospital when I was scared out of my mind, I hadn't stopped once to actually process what happened. Acknowledge the pain, the fear, the hurt, the impact. Come to terms with the fact that I was actually pissed off that this was happening to me. I didn't choose this. I do all the things right. I'm healthy. I take care of myself. Why the hell is this happening to me? I didn't ask for this. I hadn't stopped long enough since everything had happened three weeks prior to acknowledge I was mad and I was scared and I was hurt. I felt defeated and kind of lost. All of the emotions that I had been suppressing came flooding up at me as I was standing on that sidewalk that morning in the falling snow, and they came out as tears. And I slowly walked home, a sad mess, and I just let it all come out. How often do we do this? All of these emotions, all of that stress that we are ignoring, what kind of chaos is it driving in our body? How is it showing itself? Because it will. Maybe it's binge eating or feeling tired and worn down all the time. Maybe your temper is short. Maybe you have terrible digestion and constipation or bloating or headaches or lack of sleep or high blood pressure. You know, we just say, give me a pill or a shot or a quick fix to solve these symptoms. When what we really need to do is acknowledge and find a healthy way to deal with those emotions, those feelings, and that frustration. This is health. The solution will not come until we stop and deal with the emotions and the feelings. We are beautiful, emotional beings. Our hearts are huge, and our love is so generous to everyone else except us. My snowy morning meltdown was my body and my mind saying, enough. I already put you in the hospital and that didn't seem to get your attention. So I'm going to keep showing you until I get your attention. Our bodies are pretty stinking smart. What are you avoiding or ignoring that might be driving chaos in your body? Are you too afraid to slow down long enough to actually see what it is, feel what it is? Friend, I am here to tell you, you can do all the things right, but if your body has a message for you, you need to listen and respond. So here's what I did. So first I reached out to one of my badass circle sisters and I left the saddest message on the face of the earth, wallowing in my snowy, wet, crying misery. And she let me, thank God, actually even told me that's what I was supposed to do. And then she came back with some gentle questions that I like to call nudges, prompting me to think about 
how I could work through some of this and move forward. Journaling was one question she asked. Well, huh, that's a good idea. I think I've told about a hundred other people to do that for themselves. What a concept and a really good idea to do it for myself. Yes, I do believe this is one of the reasons why this person is in my circle. So that night I sat down and I thought, where the hell am I going with all of this? I can't stay in this spot. I feel heavy. I feel weighed down. I feel tired. I feel exhausted. So I started making a list of all of the things that would make me feel lighter, feel more alive, be more present and excited about life. And that list became my focus. That list became my roadmap out of this. I made decisions to take all my baggage, all that shit that I've been carrying around with me for years, all of the things that were weighing me down, all of those emotions, all of those fears, all of those things, I decided to collect them all up, all that baggage, and put it in my gas tank and use it as fuel to drive my ass forward. Once I shifted my perspective, acknowledged, yeah, I've got some baggage, but committed to letting it go because I realized it was no longer serving me. In fact, it was holding me back. It was keeping me from growing because this right here, this is a really important moment in my journey. And I need to let that shit go so I can grow and become a better version of me. Until I decide to let that happen, I'm in a sinkhole going nowhere fast. And I don't want to stop growing. I want to be better. I am in the prime of my life. Why in the world would I want to hang out in that old, outdated crap? This girl has things to do, life to live. I need to get out of my own way and go. And so I made a plan. I wrote down things I knew would help me move forward. And then I reached back out to my friend and I asked her if she would help me. But I told her specifically how. I told her what I needed from her. I didn't need her to do the work for me, but I really needed to know someone was there supporting me and encouraging me and holding me accountable to my plan. And of course, she had my back. Then I reached out to another badass circle sister and I said, I need fresh air. I need to feel alive. I need to get out of this house. I need to feel like I am alive and in just fresh wonderfulness. So two days later, in the midst of the blizzard, we went and played in the snow. She brought the dogs. We packed our snowshoes. We made snow angels and we laughed. Deep belly laughs. We had the best day ever. And I filled my cup back up with love. Next lesson, feng shui your life. Have you ever heard of feng shui? I hope I'm saying that right. It's the practice of kind of arranging pieces in living spaces to create balance. Usually it's done in like a house, right? So arranging furniture, incorporating plants, using colors. I decided to apply it to my life. I mean, I love rearranging my house. I do it all the time, dress my family nuts. But why not use the same concept for my life? When was the last time I actually changed my routine in support 
of balancing my life? When was the last time I pivoted and shifted my attention and my energy to something new, something different, something that brought balance? I can't remember the last time. Like I'm a creature of habit. I'm pretty sure if you look up consistency in the dictionary, you will find my name. That's me, consistent. Find what works, rinse and repeat over and over again. But I found myself in a spot where all of the things I typically do actually wasn't able to do right now. I can't work out. I really miss my friends that work out so much. I can't do yoga. We've established I can't walk outside in the ice. I can't work as much. I can't lift heavy things. Good Lord, what is left? Actually, there's a whole bunch of things. But because I've been so stuck in all the things that I had been doing for years, I didn't even know these other things existed. All of the sudden, all of these cool new things started popping up. People started showing themselves, crossing my path and bringing with them all kinds of new ideas. How cool is that? I started learning about pelvic floor health and EFT tapping, both of which are incredible for my mind and my body and breathing and balance. All of the sudden, pouring into me never felt so good. I had never allowed myself this much time to simply be, to try some new things that brought me peace and balance. So yeah, I'm getting my butt back to the gym as soon as I can, but I'm also going to be bringing with me some of these new things into my new routine. I'm digging my new routine. It's been fun. It's opened doors to meet new friends and find new ways to grow as a person. Next lesson. My Apple Watch no longer gets to tell me my status of healthy. Do you ever go to a workout class and right before the class starts, almost everyone like simultaneously looks down at their watch and hits start workout. And then as soon as the class is finished, they all look down simultaneously and hit done and quickly look to see how many calories they just burned. I'm that girl, I know. But I don't really look at the calories anymore, but tracking, heck yeah. I tracked every workout. I took pride in completing all my rings every day and crushing goals of accomplishing five workouts in one week. I must be healthy. My watch tells me I am healthy. So if I'm stuck now where I can't do those things, does that mean I'm not healthy? Does that mean that somehow I'm no longer a healthy person? Mm, I don't think so. Playing in the snow, making snow angels and soaking up the fresh air, that makes me healthy. Walking on my new treadmill, slowly, but walking, that makes me healthy. Filling my plate with colorful, nutritious whole foods makes me healthy. Getting in my kitchen, making home-cooked meals for my family, that makes us all healthy. Visiting a local winter market and buying vegetables to make a hearty soup with, yeah, that makes me healthy. Meal prepping and making freezer meals for when I'm not able after surgery, that makes me healthy. Spending the morning with a friend, enjoying a cup of coffee, some delicious baked oatmeal and laughing. Yeah, that fills my heart and makes me happy. Doing cleanup and minimizing things in my home. That makes my space healthier. Prioritizing rest and sleep and quiet. That makes me healthy. 
cleaning out my pantry and organizing all my pretty jars with fresh labels and getting rid of things that creeped in over the holidays. That makes my space healthy. Reading a book, learning something new, that makes me healthy. Committing to learning new lessons and growing as a person. Yeah, that's a healthy lifestyle. I could go on and on because healthy doesn't come from a watch. Healthy comes from actions and behaviors that support you doing good things for you, surrounding yourself with good people, letting go of the baggage that you've been carrying that no longer serves you, changing up your habits and introducing new fresh activities and things that fuel your soul and self-awareness. Remembering how strong and capable and wonderful you are. Embracing life and those around you. Making good choices that support a healthy body, good nutrition, mindful movement. That is healthy. So my friends, I'm learning these lessons, these really, really important lessons. I am growing as a person. And I am excited because if this hadn't happened, if all of this scary, awful hadn't happened, I would not have changed. I had no reason to change. I would not have stopped and allowed life to help me grow. I would have stayed put right where I was. So that's where my head is at now, one and a half weeks out from my hysterectomy. Now, I'm not certain what life will look like on the other side of that. I'm a little scared, but I do know I'm ready for it. And instead of being afraid, I am excited for what's to come. And I can't wait to share it with you. And that's a wrap, my friends. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like what you heard, I would appreciate it if you sent it to a friend or share on your social media. If you think there's something in here that can be helpful for someone else, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're there, I would love for you to leave a positive review and rating. Until next time, my friend, I wish you all the best that life has to offer. Make it a great day. Today's episode is sponsored by Authentic Wellness. Our mission and life purpose is to teach you healthy, sustainable eating and living practices, guide you to alternative healing modalities, and offer support and accountability so that you can be your truest, most authentic self. We offer a variety of one-on-one and small group health coaching programs focused on balancing hormones, optimal gut health, and anti-inflammatory nutrition. Schedule your health consultation today by visiting AuthenticWellness.net.